Welcome to the family on the Tom Bernard Podcast with Doug Sprinthal, Landon Banks, Andy Brampernard, and Mike Bryant. Landon Banks, our special guest, ladies and gentlemen, Sissy Boys released two days. It's on Wednesday it gets released. We get to hear it first on this show. Woohoo! We'll be right back and get that done right after this. You want to do a live spot, you guys? Or what sure, you why not? Can't. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. With my good friend Mike Bryant, who was nice enough to visit the house of JLo Saturday and bought a brand new Nissan something. <laughs> a Nissan something. Yes, exactly. No, we've been talking, and his son just graduated from college. Congratulations, by Thank the way. You. And looking Top for his some... class, by the way. Was he really? He's kuma Sumata, yeah. What do you think of that action? So did you get a paternity <laughs> test? Too, I, yeah, I oh, know. it's Beth. It's yeah. Beth's kid. Yeah, it's I mean, Beth's kid. That's right. Come on. Well, we know she's the mom. <laughs> Two, uh, I know how that works. Both his majors, 4.0s, and wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to be. No wonder he got a new car. So Mike called me. He goes, "Hey, I'm looking for a <laughs> yeah, late model exactly. car for my kid. What do you suggest?" I said, "You know." I would do what Tom did and look at Nissan because they've got some pretty cool short-term leases that should get you through this craziness. And by the time the lease is over, inventories will be back to normal and you can make a better long-range decision. Right. So he apparently fell for that stuff. Mm-hmm. He fell for it. That's good. Uh, took advantage and uh, bought a brand-new Nissan something for his son who was uh, uh, summa cum laude. I don't know if you heard him mention that. No, I never heard that. <laughs> so if you're super smart, go to Coon Rapids Nissan. Wait a minute, I went there. Does that change things? <laughs> There's always an exception that proves the rule. Okay, I've but never liked you. I want great you health, know. great service. They did a wonderful job. Thank they you, did, Michael. Uh, for Sincerely, me as well. thank you. No, it's true. For me as well, J-Lo's amazing. They're, Do they need anything? They're even doing a $25 um, um, thing to whatever charity. They give you four charities to yeah. choose from. It's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, it's a nice little extra thing. They put you up on the little chart and right. put your name up there thanking them. It's, 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 you can see how many cars uh, have been sold lately. It's like I guess I didn't Doug's Boat Fund. No, Doug's that was Boat Fund, yes. Yeah, Doug's Boat Fund, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. See, you've just helped make a four-hour commercial. Thanks, Mike. There you go. <laughs> okay, you ready, Michael? Walter.com. <laughs> <laughs> he does yours and I do his. I think it's wonderful. All right. Do you got a spot? Ah, sure. I sure. thought so. Yep. Um, Live spots. On the people, are, people are going very fast on the roads oh, with the God. roads being what they think is clear because there's right. no ice on them. But there's a lot of people on the roads. You're right. And, you know, you get around this time period with graduations and all sorts of things going on. People have extra concerns on the roads. You know, it's like the yeah. holidays. Yeah. And so you get all these people that are like, yeah, you know, they're in busy racing around for whatever reason, and they're not thinking about it. And that's what causes collisions. That's what right. causes deaths on the roads. And so you want to slow down, give yourself time, get there safely, stay the hell off the cell phones. I would honestly, God, again, four, about 410 this morning, 10 after 4, guys right on my ass the whole way down, mm. coming north on Highway 100. There's <laughs> nobody else on the road, four-lane highway, right on my tail. <laughs> it's like, what do you, what do you want? Yeah. You know, whatever. Is it the same thing? That happens to you all the time. Uh, every day. Every day. It's like every day no somebody's traffic. doing that. And there's do you, no traffic. Do you have any bumper stickers on the back of your car? I was going to say that. Yeah, there must be. Yeah. <laughs> F the police. That's right. All. <laughs> now I don't have any bumper stickers. Fight the power. Mm-hmm. Walzer.com. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you done? I'm done. Okay. Wanted to make sure. Hey, this Brian's up. Summer is finally here. And if you're like me, you've got some serious riding planned. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, metric cruiser, or sport bike, you'll find what you need at Dennis Kirk. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock. Clothing and helmets, too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. Kind of a kooky song choice there, Andy. I hit random. <laughs> Who's that movie coming out? My computer is the kooky one. I don't know. The movie's coming out pretty soon, I know. I thought it came out already. I No, I think it's sometime middle of June, I think. Let's find out. I want to go see Bob's Burgers. It's one of oh, my, I love they made watching a movie? that show. Yeah, yeah it just did. came out, yeah, I think, yesterday. Yeah. I love that show. Elvis Thank you movie, so much. June 24th. June 24th. Yes, yeah. that's on my list. Oh, well, there you go. The Elvis <laughs> movie. Who has it pointed out to me that, that with all the people who look like Elvis out there, they found a guy who doesn't look like look Elvis. anything like Elvis. <laughs> I know. How many <laughs> Elvis impersonators are there out yeah. there? Well, Pick one of like, them. Was it Michael... 
Shannon, who played uh, Elvis and Elvis and Nixon. I think oh, you're right. that's right. I and he was, was great. He was, he that was, was really good. Surprisingly, yeah, he's, he's a great really actor. Talented. But he is. that was a, just a brilliant, quirky, weird movie. Mm-hmm. Weird, quirky and weird. Right. <laughs> I was. I, I watched Fantastic Beasts, the latest one, the oh, Harry yeah. Potter one. I watched that this weekend. It's okay. I mean, if you like All those right. movies, it's good. But what what I didn't realize was the Baker is the guy who plays the Palm in the in the offer. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. It's like God, that guy's a great actor. He really is. Oh, good, he is. Guy. He's very, very. Yeah, he's good. very, very good. But I, I now he he's like De Palma in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Do you know the, the character Gordon? Uh, the, the, uh, oh, Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, Coppola, not De Palma. Oh, he's Coppola. I was saying. Yeah. I was he, saying he, he plays Jeff Coppola. Garland's brother in. Um, I love Jeff. Garland. Oh, what's that show about the kids growing up in Pennsylvania? Oh, it's uh, it's named after the old. Uh, the good, tomorrow. the good. What the hell's the name of the family? Kids growing up. The Goldbergs. Goldbergs. Oh, the Goldbergs. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Goldbergs. He plays Jeff Garland's uh, brother and the the the, <coughs> oh, e, the, the ne'er do well uncle that is wow. always comes into town and creates all sorts of just huh. catastrophe. But. One of those where I watch a sitcom, like holy cow, I didn't realize that I knew this because you certain people you see on screen you don't like them or you like them but you yeah. don't know why. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's because right. they were you know a villain or something in some <laughs> past thing. So. Who you know the kid Gordon? He's he's like the production assistant. Have you been watching the offer at all, Landon? I haven't. No. It's really good. Andy, are you watching it? Nope. Oh man, I, I think he, it's actually better than the Godfather movie. <laughs> Certainly, to be. way better than three. It's it, oh, oh, way better. Yeah, than yeah, but, I mean, it's the story of the making of the Godfather, oh, which oh, is fun. this larger oh, than life. You know, the it producers on Coke it's, and. They're fighting with a mafia, and he winds up friends with Joe Colombo, and people are getting. I mean, that's all real stuff. That's it's real like, stuff. That happened, yeah. It's so good that you know the results, and you still have doubts if it'll get there. I mean, <laughs> yeah, so it's gonna happen. Because you're or like, not. how the hell did they get out of this? But you know they're gonna get out of it because they do a movie. But they man, a, it is really good. And, had a and there's such little things. Have you seen Eight yet? No. Oh man, eight is the best one. Eight's coming eight up. Is, eight probably is by tomorrow. Far my favorite one of the whole ones. Whole whole. Eight so far. The uh, head of Gulf Western calls Robert De Niro the gr- the shortest unknown actor on the planet. <laughs> oh, that was Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Because yeah, yeah. they hate Pacino. Yeah. They hate they don't Pacino. Know who they, he don't is want and they don't want to use him. And, and I still yeah. don't understand why they hate him. Well, the guy's a great he a, actor. He was an unknown person at that time. Wow. So they had no idea. Plus, he's really small. So yeah, the he idea is, is yeah, that is. they had they they thought that role should be somebody bigger. Right. You know, it would have ruined the role. Well, now because you now, see. Yeah, right, and, right, and exactly. you know that that uh, I think that's in seven, right, where they do the scene uh, from the yeah. from the uh, cafe or yeah. from the from the dinner where from he shoots Louise. from Louis. Yeah. When the head of the the head of the golf oil goes up to him and he like he's still in character, it's like oh holy shit, this God. guy's still gonna kill me at this point. <laughs> I know, you know that thing is unbelievable. But, and then oh, the little thing where they move the gun. Apparently that oh, was yeah, real. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That, that that was something that he really behind the did. tank. Yeah. That, 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 just yep. to make him more stressed him out. That he wanted to have that extra stress of where the hell's his yep. gun because he knew gun? he was all worried about that. Well, you're you right. Know? And I tell you what, uh, Giovanni Ribisi plays Joe Colombo, mm-hmm. and his voice is just like this the whole time. And it's just, I tell you what, I could do. I could just kill him if you want me to. <laughs> it's like Jesus. Although, Joey Gallo, holy. How does that guy look insane? That guy's nuts. Yeah. I don't know who that actor is, but he's insane <laughs> he's in real life. Well, I, oh. I, he, he actually gets dressed up in his suit in eight. And it yeah. doesn't make, oh, a does difference. It doesn't make doesn't any make difference. difference at all. Does he still get that? He's still totally insane. Jesus. Like, <laughs> Remember the scene where he's pitching Chinatown for the first time? Oh, yeah. That's a great. Out of his yeah. mind. That's a whole discussion. Well, so what's this Chinatown about? <laughs> well, it's about Nicholson and water. <laughs> Why the fuck's it called Chinatown? <laughs> Why is it called Chinatown? Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, Landon Banks in studio with us. Uh, I like Landon a lot because he's a truth teller. And I think using what people consider to be hateful words is a great idea because they're not so hateful anymore. You take all the power away from the negative connotation of words, mm. I think. Just go ahead. I mean, that's what we did when I was a kid. I'll tell you what. If there was some word that people were touchy about, they never stopped hearing it till they finally gave up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yes. Just how it was. My kids are. Well, Landon you. Banks. And by the way, Banks, B-A-N-X is how you spell his name. <laughs> the song is called Sissy Boys. Now, tell me again, how did you find the song? 
Um, back in 2009, my friend Donnie West, an artist and singer and author in the Twin Cities area here, he, um, he asked me to be in his music video for it. So we filmed that shortly after uh, Michael Jackson passed away. Oh, God, 82. And, yes. And, um, yes, I was in his video, and I wrote the forward to his CD, I'll Do Anything For You, with the Sissy Boys on there, and just kind of stuck... Um, with me the song over the years and um, about almost two years ago when I was re-releasing my uh, Christmas album for the 10 year anniversary my music manager Elliot Graper was like I need. I think we need to um, have you come out with another song right after this mm -hmm. like in six months but he's like not another Christmas song <laughs> let's right, find not something in else months, not in May or June <laughs> yeah so um, I was thinking about this, and I'm just like, oh, I was driving over to Donnie's house while talking to Elliot on the phone around Christmas, and I'm like, I think we should do this. And he's like, yes, if you uh, can get Donnie's, you know, okay or whatever to, to do the song, then I'd love to produce it. So I asked Donnie, he's like, yeah, that'd be a wonderful idea. And here we are a year and a half later. So it's been uh, taking a while to get it to where we wanted to because we finished the song and it was mixed and edited last fall but we thought you know let's release it in pride month in june mm -hmm. i think that'd be a little bit better than releasing it in the fall so here we are we shot a music video in april two different days and uh two different recording studios in minneapolis that is uh being edited out in la by uh my editor friend, Elliot Devinney, who works for Netflix, and uh, that's going to be coming out in the next couple weeks, hopefully, as well. Okay. So we're very excited about that, so. Well, now, you brought the song along with you. I did. Andy, you got her teed up? I sure do. All right, now, this is like, are you, do you have a band name? Just use Landon it, Banks. Just me, and then Donnie West, the oh, original okay. artist. Okay. I was right. able to get yeah. him wow. to do some backing vocals on this. So it was really fun to be able to work one-on-one -on -one with the original artist and have him, mm -hmm. you know, what do you think of this? And he supported me and uh, really, really enjoys it. So that was an honor as well. So very happy about that. Landon Banks, the song's called Sissy Boys. Like I said, I just love the fact that you're not afraid of words, man. we got to get away from being afraid Thank of you. words, don't you think? The international premiere. Never heard, yes. Never heard by before, human right? ears This before. is it. Yes. The international premiere of Sissy, Sissy Boys. Boys. Woo! Let's do it. Sweetest perfume, people look when we enter the room. Some look twice, boy they sure look nice. Levi or leather, you play in any weather. No game too big or too small, sissy boys likes it all.
at the end i knew you were gonna do that <laughs> i knew there'd be a little laugh at the end that's hilarious that sounds like there a, you go that sounds like a flight of the concords tune that's it does br- that's it great can, yeah you're oh, right it really does. does thank especially you with the kind of pseudo bowie mm-hmm. um yeah. chorus which yeah, was really right. kind of neat yes thank you so much i've had the chance to perform it live twice at a brewery and the Southern Theater um, a week ago, and just to like see the audience reaction, and when they, you know, we have to kind of figure out the right dance for it. But the people, like the part that gets them, is they join in the. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> I love the Southern Theater. That's a great space. Yes, it was really fun uh, to perform in there. My music, man, it was part of the um, Minneapolis Mini Fest, so there were about maybe. 10 to 15 different artists and my music manager l elliot graber uh performed there and i performed in the this song in the middle of a set so that was cool. really awesome now doug is a musician himself so a good person to judge i think well yeah i like music i, I was well, no, thinking you're a hell of a musician too. um God, very I can't humble. remember his name. He's yeah, been on the he's been on the podcast, but a guy that owns a company called A440 Studios has done a lot of agree, video yeah. work there. And he I can't, I can't remember his name. John uh, Heinen. Thank you. What is it? John Heinen. John yeah. Heinen. Yeah. I don't know if you know John. I don't know John, but um, I I worked with F5 Studio uh, Soundhouse in Uptown for this with Owen Sartori and. Davide Rosso for the production of this and Elsa Lee and um, we just had our, you know, we did our Zoom meetings and then we went into the recording studio two different days. One was by myself to do my vocals and then a month or two later we brought Donnie West into the studio to do uh, vocals and Mm -hmm. then it just kind of went through our different uh, versions of the song till we found one that like, this is it, this could click. Mm. Might, way, might do good in the dance clubs, I have a feeling. Oh, I God, hope yeah, so. Absolutely. That's that's the plan. I'd love to perform it in, in the dance clubs, too. So if anyone wants me to perform it anywhere, um, a Pride event or a graduation or a club, just find me on social media and let's do make it happen. Now, how long did it take you to cut the song? Um, the total production from the time we started pre-production to the time the song was done was probably like four to six months, but that's oh, okay. through like, yeah. you know, I was only in the studio like two days, but that was, you know, with the producers and the editors and the mixers and everything. And then we we talked about the music video, and then COVID got worse, so we had to put that off for a little bit. Then when it was in a lull in April, we were able to get everyone in to do the music video, which is uh, really fun. So <laughs> oh, yeah. very excited for that to come out. So it's kind of like, I always say it's kind of like... Um, just like a child of mine. <laughs> no, I understand that. Yeah. It's like, okay, this child is going to be delivered on the 8th. <laughs> <laughs> a child on the 8th. Yeah, I was just thinking, Lenny, you're probably very, very happy that you weren't born with my voice. Because my voice singing that song would not be that great. It'd be okay. Well, sissy I'll... boy, sissy boy. Yeah, I don't know. That... I love your voice. I was thinking in that low part. I should oh, have I had do you that. come yeah, in. I could do that low and part. And I should have yeah. said, 
featuring Tom Bernard. Yeah, there you go. It works for me. So when did you find out you could do all this? How old were you when you found out you could do all the things you wanted to do? Oh, man. It was always my dream as a child to grow up to to be an artist and entertainer. I was, um, you know, five, six years old, and I was pretending, you know, spinning around in front of the TV, pretending that I was, like, on the beginning, like, when they show the credits of a TV show and mm-hmm. all the actors' names, and I was like, oh, one day I'm, I'm going to be someone up there right, on this, right. you know. I just emulated those people for just kind of getting out there and making something happen, and then um, I kind of, you know, because people were so mean, you know, in school and stuff, I did a few plays, and then in high school I, I didn't do the theater stuff because I didn't want to be like, like, oh, you know, picked on any worse than people already did. Yeah. <laughs> so, but then in my 20s I'm like, okay, I came out and I'm like, I'm, we're going to do this now, so we're going to make it happen. So I uh, auditioned for one movie. I'm like, if I can do one movie in my life, then, you know, that'd be a bucket list item. I'd be happy, and mm-hmm. I've done like over 100. And um, then I recorded a, a single song and then my Christmas album. And then, yeah, it's just kind of like the door just opened, and I kind of walked through it and just like, I, <laughs> I can do this. This might sound like a weird question, but I'd, I'd love to take So you said you came out. Was yes. that a very, very tough decision to make? Well, it was, because I was married to my ex-wife at the time. Oh, okay, yeah. And I came out on the morning of 9-11-01, before... Oh, my God. Yes, before... So, this is your fault. I, yes, exactly. I get that a lot. But it was at 2 a.m. <laughs> I get that. It was at 2 or 3 in the morning. Oh, 2 or so. 3 in the morning. Okay, good. <laughs> but... It was like the whole world was falling apart as well as my own at the same time. So it was very, yeah, it was a very tough decision yeah, to do. Yeah. And I kind of like, you know, hid in a corner for a couple years and then moved up to the cities from the south, you know, Faribault, Northfield area. And oh, is that where you're from originally? Faribault, yes. Oh, okay. um, and then just life started, you know, clicking and taking shape. And, you know, one thing led to another and... Here I am. <laughs> and here you are. Then. Just kind of embracing life and accepting accepting myself for who I am was, I think, the hardest thing. Yeah, because I suppose you had heard your whole childhood you shouldn't be thinking that way. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Or I shouldn't be this. You know, we grew up in right. a small town. You, you know, this right. is what you do. You grow up, you get married, you have kids, and this and that. So I was on that path, but it just kind of took a detour. <laughs> Well, you are who you are, though. Yes, exactly. You think, you think humans will ever understand you are who you are? I mean, I'm, by you are, I mean all of us. Will people ever understand? I don't know if they will or not. I think a lot of people understand. I don't think we'll ever get to the point where everybody understands. No, they just won't, will they? And that was, yeah, it would be nice if they do. That was the, the one verse that I did write in the song was towards the end where... Um, I kind of say, you know, we're all equal, we're all one and stuff, because that was the message I wanted to get across. Like, I wanted this, the uh, audience or listeners, people that listen to hear the song, I wanted them, I wanted it to be like a dance song with with a message. So, you know, you can be dancing in the clubs, but like I wanted them to also take away, aside from hopefully dancing and having a good time, I wanted them to take away something positive after listening to the song. Mm-hmm. And if anyone could do that, then, you know, that, that's worth it. If anyone, if it could make anyone feel like, wow, I'm not alone, you know. So if yeah. Ron DeSantis runs for president in 2024, do you think he might use the song in the campaign? Well. <laughs> Works for me. He'd have, to, he'd, have to, he'd have to pay me something, but I'm sure <laughs> yeah. we could All right, Governor, happen. if you're listening, this <laughs> is your chance. I could perform it at the inauguration. <laughs> that's not a bad idea. Nobody's ever done that, I don't think. Have. Performed? What? No, I mean a very specific song like "Sissy Boys." Well, I mean, Trump used YMCA and then got. Oh, did yeah, he? Why? What was know. the connection? I don't know. You just I, thought I people needed some aerobic There's exercise. Other people or? didn't. Didn't um, uh, Bush used um, one of the American songs? I don't know. Born, you know, born in the USA. Everybody's tried to use "Born in the USA" and they don't but realize it's, not, it's no, a no war. No one knows what it's about. But it's it a war protest. But it wasn't "Born in the USA." It was "Proud to Be an American." That oh, one. Yeah. And then so I think American. somebody used Toby Keith for a while, and Obama used. I don't know this. Why they, do they bother? They, well, because they try to link into some sort of you oh, know God. being with the hip people, I guess. So. So we need, you know, sissy boys to be the hip thing, and then suddenly, you know, Trump will be dancing around to it. 
Now, Joe Biden can't a, dance. In so a he parallel universe. Oh, geez, you know, we, we're nice. We've been nice for. I'm just saying he got a bad leg. You know, we got to take a shot at Joe. I'm we not taking a shot at Joe. We've got to take the shot at Joe. You think he could dance? I, I, I wouldn't He's say Irish Catholic. About they it. can't dance. That's yeah. good point. See, they right drink there. enough, they, they just you do that stuff. No, I didn't mean it in a negative way. He just can't. He shuffles. Well, you shuffle dance, I suppose. They're yeah. shuffle dancers. I, I just kind of move in the music video, so I kind of dance, kind of move. <laughs> I, I want it to be catchy. Like I want people to like, oh, I want to get up and dance and move. So Well, that, there you go. <laughs> you got it. So uh, yeah, there's no question about it. Why you guys are getting all touchy now? What are We're you not touchy? touchy. Yes, no, you we're are. not touchy. touchy as hell. I just pointed out, you know, that you're touchy. I said all these other names didn't. He talked about DeSantis being president. All these nice yeah, things. Taking that a we shot said. at him. No, there wasn't a yes, shot. Yes, he was. I too. was not taking there a yes, shot. Yes, you were too. See, Landon, let me explain myself. I'm not a Republican nor a Democrat, so I get yelled at by both oh, sides. I'm not yelling at you. I'm just pointing you, out. You two are constant pain in the ass about politics. I didn't have anything negative You're horrible human beings. YMC. I don't understand it, but you know, when you got a cop, you got a firefighter. You know. Supporting the, uh, you know, first so. <laughs> first responders. Construction, build Construction, back yeah, they're important people, too. Yeah. You exactly. are, dude. That's got to be it. No, I, just, I just don't get I have never understood anybody who loves a president. I don't get it. I just don't get it. They're the most pushy, abusing people on earth because they want to be the biggest thing ever born. I just don't get it well, how you can like them as a person. And I don't care if it's Trump or Biden or any of the rest of them. Mm-hmm. I was thinking back all the way to George Washington, <laughs> you know. I, I, I really... That damn Mildred... Mil, uh, Mildred Pierce. Pierce. <laughs> Mildred Pierce. Yeah, yeah. No, I, and again, I don't so hate more. Donald Trump, nor do I hate Joe Biden. I just don't get the attraction to either one of them. Mm-hmm. I really don't. It's like, eh, whatever. Right? Well, somebody's got to do it. You might as well. I mean, you know, it's not a marriage. It's like pu- public transportation. You pick the bus that gets you to close to, it's closest to where you want to go. It's yeah. not really more complicated. And then you walk the that. remaining four light years. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there <laughs> well, you go. Well, I get incrementally closer. <laughs> yeah. it's... No, I mean, like I said, I've tried it all. I've tried being a Republican. I've tried being a Democrat. Well, my mother was an ardent Democrat, so I was a Democrat the whole time. I was She's a, a different Democrat, though. But What do you mean? Uh, well, she's different. The, the DFL was very different than what it is oh, today. Oh, yeah, there's no yeah. doubt about that. It was very, very different. But yeah. my mother just loved it. And, of course, being a Roman Catholic, as soon as JFK got elected, boy, that was a huge deal. But you deal. got another one. This and Joe Biden's a Roman Catholic. Yeah, two no, Catholic no, she loved him. He's she the most like religious him. president we've ever had. I mean, the guy says the prayers mm, Jimmy all Carter. the time. Jimmy I don't Carter's know. Really Jimmy good. wasn't that religious. I mean, he Baptist. He he teaches Sunday school. Yeah. But considering he carries a rosary bead and he says That's prayers true. all the time yeah. and he goes to church all the time, this guy's Super religious. I mean, anybody's worried about you know the Pope connection. Here we got it. Yeah, you know. So, of course, fortunately, we have a hippie Pope. Yeah, well, we sure do. I don't know anything about him. him. Is he yammering? He's I grew up Roman Catholic. He's the most liberal Pope that they've had. Pope one. Big fans of some of those pedophiles. There's a couple people he's real close. He's not perfect, but I I would. But he's. No, you know, it's like being the best ice skater in Texas. You can't say that. That's right. Well, I'm married to a Catholic, so I... <laughs> well, you're a I'm fake the, Catholic. I'm in the waiting room. I look over thing. the fence when they do the secret handshakes and shit like that. Oh, my God. You're obnoxious. The first time my uh, wife and I went to church together, because I'm an Episcopalian, I'd, we'd go to this Catholic church in Hastings where she grew up, and a thousand people in the kind. It's a big church, and so we're, they don't have any worship aids and they've memorized everything it's something that they're really good at so i'm kind of feeling left out until we get to the lord's prayer i'm like i got this i know this one but the catholics unlike the episcopalians three quarters of the way through the lord lord's prayer the congregation stops and the priest takes a little guitar solo where it just says talks about something else for two or three lines, and then they all come back in. Oh. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Me so either. everybody shuts up except for me, who was finishing the prayer, and the priest is, and they're all newbie. Yeah, newbie. <laughs> Keep going newbie. at the end also because there's damn, extra length you guys added. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So it was, it was, was the power and the glory and the spirit, or what yeah, the hell at the end. Play Unless you watch football on in the seventies or when he used to, they used to do the prayer. Remember? Oh yeah. That every yeah. Sunday morning when they did the replay. Yeah. Yep. I I just 
it just amazed me that people actually like these people. It's like they're the most opportunistic, and I'm talking about all politicians now, mm-hmm. not any particular ones, not just the presidents. It's more me now, me, 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 more me. That's what they are. Wouldn't you agree? I would agree. Mm-hmm. I don't agree because I think there are good ones out there. Like who? I've said this many times. <laughs> I think there's lots of people out there that try Teddy really Roosevelt. Hard. Teddy Roosevelt. Was he rode a horse. horse. I love Teddy Roosevelt. He did a lot of things. That guy was large, very talented. Character. And they threw him under a bus. He was all sorts of things. And they yeah. threw him under the bus. Who threw him under the bus? They, they didn't want that. Remember, there was oh, a Native statue? American and a black guy oh, with the right. statue. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't good enough to ride the horse. That wasn't the uh, point. Well. You know, the whole statue thing's a whole different issue. Yeah, that whole statue deal. Yeah. I'm really glad there's no statue of any of us. i got to be honest with you about yeah. that. What I always think is funny is that, is that some of those statues, you don't even know. Like, the average person wouldn't even know where the hell they are. No. You know, like, no, I visited true, them. Yeah. So I know where the Christopher Columbus statue right, is. I right. know where those things are. And I know about those things. But there's a lot of people that have no idea that suddenly care about it that never cared about any of that. You know? But well, The only one I look at is the Sid Hartman statue over by the Twin Stadium. He just That's so short. It's so small. I just love the fact that Chad is still pissed off that he got a statue. Mm-hmm. I think well, that's mad really? he got a statue. What? Chad is mad because Sid got a statue? Not mad. He just thought it was stupid. Ah, Chad's a, a good nice, kid. You, nice you know tribute. Chad at all? Yeah, well, a little Chad's bit. A, not Chad, like you do. But Chad's a great yeah. guy. He yeah. really is a good guy. Very smart guy. Yeah. He was a hell of a golfer. Yeah. Yep. Sidney was not. He was not. i got to be honest with you. Correct. So, Landon, what do you think? We, oh, we got to take a break, and we'll write. Got oh. about twenty more minutes. Can you do twenty more minutes? I with can us? do that. Okay, we got to. We'll be back. Wrap it up in about. I think it's. Oh, actually, it's about nineteen or eighteen minutes now. We'll be right back. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate, and when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home, list it on the MLS, and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com. That's Shift, the number two, Sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. Who's winning this thing? The Kitties, the Pack, the Bears, or the Purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. Tom here for Continuum Weight and Well-Being. Continuum is here, it's new, and they're doing it differently. There are no meal replacements or foods you're required to purchase. There are no pills or surgeries. They specialize in customizing meal plans for you using all whole, nutritious foods. They don't just focus on weight loss. They are upfront with their pricing. And most importantly, Continuum is designed for long-term success. Schedule a free consultation and find out more today. Go to their website, ContinuumWeightWellbeing.com, or call or text them at 952 952- 491-6527. That's Continuum, C-O-N-T-I-N-U-U-M, ContinuumWeightWellbeing.com. I've learned so much from them, and I know you will too. Continuum Weight and Wellbeing, life beyond weight loss mode. I like that, Andy. Listen, Claire. There you go. Landon Banks in studio with us, ladies and gentlemen. Sissy Boys releasing on Wednesday. So yes. Looking forward to that. Thank you. Absolutely. Very excited to be here. Thank you for having well, it's me. It's very nice to have you here, as a matter of fact. Like Thank I said, you. it's just we try, to, we try to get a lot of differences. Well, I, I can't believe that anybody in town wouldn't want you to come on and do their your song, would they? I mean. I don't think so. I, I hope would, not. I would think that they'd be pretty engaged. Don't, what do you think, Dougie? I'm just trying to think of some places where it might not play, and a few come to mind. But really, 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> biker bar? Yeah. Well, you like, never know. You, I've you, been to a few biker bars. Oh, you, know. you do never know. Yeah, well, that yeah, that's true. How about K-Hate? Could yeah. you go on there? Maybe. <laughs> K-Hate. I just made that up. Oh, anyway, moving like, What forward. the hell? Doesn't sound like a fun place. K-Hate. We hate everyone. <laughs> I think that's a... That, isn't that coconut stuff great? It is. It's I, very tasty. Oh, my God. It's good stuff. Thank you. No question about it. So, where do we go from here? Are you going to do? You got the album. You got the. What are you going to do? Songs coming out in the music video, and then also my children's book, Dinah's Birthday, will be coming out later this fall. Is the uh, the hope the tentative release date? So it's in the editing process right now. My um, illustrator Justin Reese uh, illustrated it, and I wrote it, and I actually wrote it back in second grade. So many many moons ago. Wow. Uh, but, um, and then I've always wanted to, once I started, like, doing the acting and entertaining, I'm like, oh, I want to do this. Yeah. yeah. I want to record an album. Check. I want to publish my book. I did check. I'm like, oh, boy. I wanted to right. circle back to something that I don't know if I heard you right. You've been in 100 films? Over 100. I mean, local, independent ones. Wow. So, yes. Thank you. <laughs> That's a lot. Yes. I lost count over 100, so it's probably a little more. But yeah. who's counting, right? Now, yeah. do you enjoy it? Or I, yeah, it? I always think about what it must be like to be in the movies, and I would think the acting part would be just fabulous, but isn't that just a lot of sitting around doing nothing as well? Yeah, I think so that would drive me crazy. Basically, it's hurry up and wait. Yeah. yeah. So you get there that. at 5 a.m., but you don't start till like, noon yeah. sometime. You have 103 credits on IMDb, by the way, so there you okay. go. Okay. Oh, wow. over 100. Yep, I guess, yeah. Thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're just keep racking them up. You weren't up. in Paul Blart, were you? That was I a was, local movie. No. Paul Blart. Not that one. Oh, that was local? Well, <laughs> well, they shot it in Eden Prairie. They did? Yeah. Did they? Oh, I didn't I know that. I had no Eden idea. Prairie Mall. Oh, I should have eaten very well. Yeah. I never I knew should that. have been in that. Oh, should have been. Yeah, you, were, you were probably tied up in something that didn't pay. Probably. <laughs> That's the deal right there. Well, your first looks like you started in 2007, so. Paul Bart, was that out by then? I have no oh, idea. Oh, I, I think so, yeah. Let's see I was here. a late bloomer, so. <laughs> I was a late bloomer. <laughs> Paul Bart, Mall Cop, was 2009. Ah, oh, shoot. Yeah, Darn. There you go. Just missed that. that yeah, right. but that means they shot it in 08, so. That's true. That's true. Usually, yes. That is very, very true. I never knew that was shot out yeah. there. It was a terrible movie. By of course, it was. Well, I mean, it it's a cop terrible. on a mall cop on a Segway. That's the joke. Isn't that the guy <laughs> from King of Queens? Yeah, yeah, yes. Kevin, yeah, yeah Kevin James. James. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Okay, Kevin James. Yes, I do have a, quite a handful of films coming out though later this year. Well, I want to hear about um, them. Well, Christmas slasher will be uh, hopefully coming out. Christmas slash yes, musical? It's, it's, no. Um, they might be playing some of my Christmas music in there, though, I think. So that was the last I heard. Um, but, yeah, so I have a fun comedic part in that. We shot that up in the woods in Duluth. And um, that's where I got to shoot uh, a gun for the first time cool. with blanks. It wasn't a prop gun, a Who'd real gun with blanks. <laughs> no one, but I thought I was going to shoot myself. Were you like the Adam was... Baldwin of the set? Oh, I was trying not to be. I was like, they're like, okay, here you go. Have you done this for me? Like, no. <laughs> mm, Let, let's rehearse this. Thankfully, it was way out in the woods in the middle of nowhere. But, um, yeah, that was kind of dicey and like, whoa. Like, I've used prop ones before. And if, if I ever use a prop gun in your movie, for the record, I'll probably break it because that's happened. Mm. <laughs> There's a thing that happens 100% of the time when people fire guns for the first time, and that's that they had no idea how loud they are. Oh, oh my gosh. No one yes. has any idea unless they've been in the same room as a gun going off. Yes, and they were blanks, and it was very, very loud. And I'm like, whoa, the, the reaction was like, whoa, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that wasn't acting. That the, was real. Uh, blanks have all the gunpowder in there. They just don't no, have just... the bullet that comes out. So mm. that sound is that's the sound of a real bullet going yeah. off. Uh. Yeah. Very loud. It was like, whoa, mm-hmm. one take to do this. Yeah. <laughs> and if something happens to me, there will be no other takes. <laughs> no, I could understand that. Man, as a matter of fact, I, I one, once in my life at a, dry, at a shooting range, because I, I, I have a permit to carry. I don't ever carry a gun, but I have a permit to carry one. Um, and I went to qualify about two, three years ago for the latest version of it. There was a guy next to me about uh, 10 feet down with a forty-four Magnum long barrel. You want to talk loud. Break your wrist oh. right off. Yeah. Oh, my God, that gun was loud. I mean, it's literally about oh my gosh. Up, It's about two feet long. 
honestly, and it's a revolver, so mm. the noise just comes out of the gun, man. And it, oh my God, that thing was loud. Uh, it literally sounded like a cannon. Wow. So, now why did you have to shoot a gun? It was part of the scene in the movie, so well, I Christmas slasher. So, <laughs> yes, yes, I think I was going to get a deer or something. Were you going to shoot a deer? I think so. A okay. fake, a pretend deer. Christmas slasher, so do people get slashed, I'm assuming? Yeah. I, I won't tell you <laughs> if I do. You have, he's making down. He's like, yeah. <laughs> you have to watch it. I can't give away my... No, my, no, no, I understand. <laughs> I understand. It, it's I, uh, not a very subtle title. No. I mean, you kind of know, you know what it's, it's, it's about. It's like a throwback to campy, uh, cultish, comedic, low-budget, cheesy 80s horror movies. That was a mouthful. Oh, my Perfect. God. I literally, one time, and i got to be, because my, Andy's my son, so I can't say the word in front of him, or I probably don't want to say it on a podcast anyway, but a friend of mine had this very pretty younger sister, and I always wanted to take her out, and they, he always said, nope, no way you're not taking her out. Not going to happen. So I said, come on. So it literally took me like a couple of years to talk my friend at all, letting me date his sister. Very, very sweet person. I really had a good time. Went went to Scarpelli. Remember Scarpelli's down mm-hmm. on uh, Nicollet and Franklin? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Took her to Scarpelli's and went to a movie. The reason I'm thinking about this is because the name of the movie was Black Christmas. <gasps> yes. Okay, so you've seen that movie? Yes. The movie opens, <clears throat> this is our first date with a woman I was not supposed to go anywhere near, according to her brother, a friend of mine. And the opening scene, you just see a phone ringing. They kind of close in on a phone, and it's ringing. And a young woman, it's a sorority house. You can figure that out. She answers the phone, so I'm going to replace one word with another. She answers the phone, and the guy on the other end goes... <sighs> I want to smell your crotch. Only he didn't say crotch. We kind of figured that time. And I'm like, well, I guess we'll never go out again, will we? <laughs> I mean, how? I the had first no line? line. The first line in the movie. Wow. Excellent. I'm like, oh, God, I thought this was going to be like, you're talking about campy and funny. Yes. and I thought Black Christmas has got to be campy, funny. It'd be great. Nope, it was not. Mm. Dad did something like that. He told me oh, when he was God. a young lad back in the, had to be the early 40s. First date, he took a, his date to see Old Yeller. Oh, oh we oh. started crying. <laughs> right. There you go. Yeah, it's happened before. Yeah, not a, not a first date. <laughs> no. well, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> uh, in 42, the there wasn't a lot of choice. I yes. Guess. But, Landon, I should mention that I am a huge fan of horror films. Always have been. I, it's kind of weird because Andy and Catherine, my wife, are not. But Alex, our daughter, and I are. Oh, fine. I don't know why. why do you a think family, it is? a house divided. A house divided. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. I wonder why that is, though. That 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 you and Catherine don't like them, and Alex and I do. I don't know. It's just a weird setup, don't you think? I think for me, it's the fact that people in the movies always act dumb in unrealistic ways. Yeah. You know, well, like that's they parried true. it in that. What was it? Like the insurance ad or whatever the hell it was. It's like you know, let's. Hide amongst these chainsaws. Oh uh, yes, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Oh, There's a yes. running car right over there, but no, let's uh, let's go in the knife drawer. That's uh, <laughs> right. be a safe place to be. It was, it's always like that in every horror true. movie. It's like, that's true. Well, yeah. why are you trying so hard to die? Yeah, they go upstairs when they should be going out the front door. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. It. It I know. No I, sense. I tell people that I've done quite a handful of them and they're like oh i can't watch them they're scary i'm like well i'm in them they can't be too scary so. yeah well, there you go <laughs> i so said i look pretty good for a dead guy <laughs> how many horror films have you been in probably around 20 maybe really something like that That's low phenomenal. budget independent ones that yeah thank you <laughs> have they released most of them some of them yeah of them. i mean some of them have little premieres or they're on amazon or yeah, yeah. you know youtube you gotta shoot me a couple of names like you gotta that. watch a couple of your movies okay how about yep. it was a dark and creepy night too that was like a Halloween project, yeah, but there there's go. Camp Kill. Mm. Camp Kill? Camp Kill. What kind of friends do you have, Landon? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> They're mostly dead, so I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> That's not good news, though, is no. it? So uh, do you think you'll ever write and direct the movie? Huh? That would be fun. It's... Yes, I kind of saw the look at you. You had a glow in your eye talking about be acting in, in films. Yeah. I thought, oh, I bet you he's going to make a film I, I, I could picture myself doing that or even talking about maybe making my children's book into like a short children's film, you know. Let's hear about the children's book. What's it about? Uh, it's called Dinah's Birthday. Dinah. And, and who is Dinah? She is uh, this 
little girl is having her eighth birthday, and she okay. invites all of her friends to her party, but one of her friends, Lillian, is not as affluent as the rest of them. So um, she has to use her imagination, let's just say, um, right. when she attends, because all the other kids are, you know, throwing very expensive uh, presents her way. But, um, yeah, if I say anything else, I'll give it away. No, 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 I understand. No, <laughs> But, um, yeah, it's a very, and my um, editor, H.T. Altman, and he's really enjoyed it. So it's going to be part of um, his 507 book club down in Rochester. Um, We're we're hoping to get it, um, you know, we're working on the editing now, and Justin Reese did the illustrations. And, um, yeah, we're we're excited to see where it goes. So um, hopefully get into some stores and do some book signings. For that later this uh, fall and get into some schools. Actually, I'd love to go back to my school in Faribault where I grew up and where I actually wrote the book many years ago. So that would kind of be like coming full circle, I think. So, You know what you should do? Just go one town over to Northfield and do like a gay version of the Jesse James raid. <laughs> How cool would that be? I like that. That would be fun. I think it would be fun. <laughs> you don't, don't you think that would be fun? It would. Actually, I'm serious. That'd I think li- that'd be a great. Uh, that liven it up a little bit. <laughs> I'd go see it. So, uh, what would it look like? I just think that it'd be funny because the, there's arguments in it, so the arguments probably be a little different. There's, you know, a lot of aggression, so they'd probably back off on the aggression some. Although, you know, you never know. You never know. But I, I just, I think it's a great idea. Now, what, Faribault High School, what's, what's the. Uh, the mascot. Uh, the fighting Falcon. malt meal, isn't Terrible it? Terrible Falcons. Falcon. That's what it was when I went there, but I'm sure the it's Terrible so Falcons? Yep. The reason I asked that is I went to North High in Minneapolis. And, of course, North High School, the the our little logo was the polar bear. Okay. Right? But the problem with having a polar bear is most of the kids that went there were not white. So they literally... Nor were they bears. Nor were they bears. That's true. But... 1969, the year I was supposed to graduate because I had tested out earlier, so I was gone a couple of years. But I went back for my what would have been my my uh, senior year and watched a couple of football games. And I noticed they changed the slogan because it was a polar bear. The slogan became "Bears Have Soul." Oh, wow. <laughs> that's a '60s. <laughs> that's a '60s slogan. If you ever heard one, huh? That's a great one right there. <laughs> I don't know. It was fun. I Let's loved it. Let's get to it. the soul of the matter, right? Get to the soul of the matter. So you're you're looking at cutting more songs. No, you said you wrote, started writing that book when you were in your I, second I wrote grade. I wrote this in second grade, That's and it amazing. won an award in my class. Really? Um, the local Minnesota author, Nancy Carlson, she oh, was sure. coming to our school. Sure. And uh, the winner of each class, you know, there were probably like 25 classes between kindergarten through sixth grade, and one student won per class, and I won for my second grade class. And I got to meet Nancy Carlson, and um, yeah, I was. I'm, I'm actually trying to hopefully contact her and be like, back in the day, yeah, <laughs> I wrote this and met you, and now I'm able to publish it. So I want to say thank you. <laughs> there was an article about her not that long ago. Uh, um, I was trying to think of where I saw that. She was married to Bill Carlson, right? If I, I think so. Right? Nancy Carlson, Nancy and Bill Carlson. Right. I think that's right. I'm pretty sure that's true. But, yeah, I, I, I haven't seen her in a long, long time. She's a very, very pleasant person. I know yes. that. Yes. I do remember that. But did you know, so you're basically seven, eight years old when you wrote this? Yes. Yeah. Did you know that was rather unusual for an eight-year-old to do that? Um, Not really. Well, the assignment was that every kid had to write a story. Oh, okay. But my, my story was the one selected. I'm like, well, maybe if, I mean, if the teacher likes it out of 30 stories, then there must be something to it. Right. And then right. my editor, H.C. Altman, really is like, I, this is different. I really like, and he's, he's very intelligent and very good at, you know, stuff that's like, oh, this has been done a hundred times before. So when I found these people that like believed in me, I'm like, I can do that. <laughs> You know, Landon, you do something, and I don't even know if you know you're doing it, but it's a very, very smart thing to do, is you give people that you work with a lot of credit. Oh, thank you. It's a very smart thing to do, because most times you're not going to hear who the producer was, the director was, the this, that. You mentioned every one of them. That's very, very smart. Oh, awesome. Yes. I, I, I mean, it's, I just, I'm the one kind of putting myself out and, you know, 
the front spokesperson for all this, but there's all the people behind the scenes. I, I yeah. try to say I, I'm trying to do the best I can with what talent I've been giving, but I try to surround myself with people who are amazing at what they do. And I right. think I've put together a fairly good uh, team of people that uh, support me and believe in me and help me bring everything to fruition. And then hopefully just put it out there and you hope and hope and pray it, it does well and it finds an audience somewhere. Well, I mean, in young people, if they're listening, they can tell that you're grateful. Teaching gratitude very is a so. very good thing. It really is. And do we do that much anymore? Teach gratitude? I don't, hear I, it I don't think often. so, no. I don't think we do either. It's it's good to thank the people you work with, you know. I mean, I'm not going to do it with you. Oh, and why would you? <laughs> it's never going to happen, you know what I'm saying. It's one of the, oh, my God, we only got like three minutes left. <laughs> that day flew by. Yeah. So writing books, writing songs, acting in movies. You ever going to get a real job? Um, <laughs> he just goes, um. Maybe someday. <laughs> so have you, did you ever have a line of work that you probably didn't care for? Um. Yes. I mean, you don't have to tell me what it is. If you yes, know. I have. Yes. And they always say, if you do something to love, you don't work a day in your life. So right. I always said the one job that I'd want to do, you know, 24-7 is if I were an artist and in the entertainment business, because, you know, you're always getting people, you know, producers, directors, you right. know, everyone, right. everyone's kind of like emailing you all the time. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of what I signed up for. So I'm going to stick with it. Right. Because the dream great. is happening. So, Well, Landon, when these things come out, please come back and spend some time in the studio. It's really great to meet you. Uh, oh, you I'd were, love to do was that. that. You were on when? First, the first time was um, a while ago. At the end of February, February 23rd, up. when I was in Mexico on the beach. Oh, they, Playa oh del God. Carmen. Here so. we go. Yes, yeah. How is that? Playa del Carmen, I've heard it's amazing. It was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. I go back in a heartbeat, so... All right, we'll stay in touch. I will, and I All want right. to uh, give present you uh, with one of my books signed oh, by Justin and myself nice. when it's done. Absolutely. So for uh, you can read it to your uh, youngin. So you know, three, five, and six months. Yes. You mean the one with the big C. Yeah, and the, hopefully not that one. Yeah. Hopefully not that one. But no, it's great of you to come in. We loved your song, and the song is coming out Wednesday. Wednesday, June 8th, Sissy Boys on digital streaming platforms, yes. Okay, so they can go to pretty much any digital streaming platform and you can find it there? They should, yes. That's, okay. that's, that's what I'm told. <laughs> Glad to hear that. Thanks for listening. We'll Thank talk you, to you so much. Landon, great to have you in. Talk to you tomorrow. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>